Welcome to the Creekwood Church Podcast. Our church exists to lead people to become fully devoted followers of Christ. For that reason, we want to take a moment and let you know about Growth Track. Growth Track is a three-week class designed to help you connect with us, discover who you are, and develop your leadership. Sign up for Growth Track and get more information at creekwoodchurch.com slash growthtrack or on our Creekwood Church app. We hope this message inspires you and helps you discover practical ways to live a life of purpose. Enjoy. Man, so good worshiping with you today. I am so excited to be bringing the message this week. Uh, My name is Kendall, and I'm one of the executive pastors here at Creekwood Church. And I get the honor of kicking off our brand new series called Blind Spots, um, because what we are talking about is that what's easy for others to see in us is really, really hard for us to see in ourselves. And, you know, when I start thinking about blind spots and uh, start kind of like walking that through in my head, first thing that comes to mind is driving. It's in a car. Um, I think every single one of us knows what it's like to um, be driving down the road and then all of a sudden for the person beside you to pull over and to almost run you off the road. And in that moment, you have this decision to make. You get to decide whether you're going to run onto the shoulder, whether you're going to slam your brakes and hope the person behind you doesn't hit you. But it's in that moment that that person makes a decision on something that they can't see um, that gets us to the point of getting so mad. We're honking our horn, maybe throwing a friendly gesture their way. Um, But, you know, also when you think about blind spots, uh, I think we've all been in this scenario where we are in a meeting and we're talking to somebody and they've got that bat in the cave. Y'all know what I'm talking about. They got that big old booger hanging right there. And everybody in the room knows exactly what's happening except for them, right? They're clueless. They don't have an idea. Um, or, you know, you get to the point of you're, you're, you walk into the office or maybe you meet a friend for lunch. And um, when, when she got ready that morning, She thought she was going to be looking like Barbie that day, got her makeup all done, had her lipstick all done up perfect. Um, But on the way, she was really loving that to-go cup of coffee. And so what happened is as she's drinking, it begins to smear that lipstick a little bit. And by the time she gets there, she's looking more like the Joker from the Batman movie than she does Barbie. And, and, you know, no matter the scenario, we've all found ourselves in that place uh, where we have a blind spot that we aren't aware of, but someone else is. And when we talk about blind spots throughout this series over the next few weeks, what we're going to define blind spots as is any area of brokenness that is obvious to someone else that we ourselves cannot see. And so what we're going to do is we want to today lay the foundation for the series, give you some things to identify the blind spots in your lives, But then over the next few weeks, we're going to deal with some of those blind spots. Um, And I think it kind of raises this question of what are my blind spots? I want you to think about that for just a minute. What are your blind spots in your life? And as you think about that, I'm going to actually go ahead and give you the answer. And the answer is you don't know. You don't know because you can't see them. But the likelihood is that everyone else in your life knows exactly what they are. You know, some of our blind spots could be uh, we play into drama or we gossip or 
the relationships that we've been in after relationship after relationship. Uh, The pessimism, pride, people-pleasing, finances, selfishness, uh, being defensive, trying to control everything. This list could go on and on and on. And I want you to think back to the car illustration, that blind spot that we've all been in that scenario of for just a minute. And, you know, when you think about that, there's a sequence to events that happens when we talk about blind spots. And, And I really think this is unanimous across all of the blind spots that we deal with in our life. And it goes like this, our misperception, we have a misperception that leads to a false conclusion. And we believe that false conclusion. And then that leads to a dysfunctional action in our life. It's something that we decide. So when you think about the car and we've all been there, we've been on both sides of that. We've cut somebody off in our blind spot and we've been cut off because someone else pulled over in front of us. But they had a misperception that led to the false conclusion that there was nobody next to them that led to the dysfunctional action of changing lanes. And, you know, where we find ourselves today, I know many of us uh, have just been overcome by everything that's going on in our world. Um, We've had so much um, unknown and uncertainty happen. And, And I think if we're honest, a lot of us have struggled with the blind spot of, Uh, really trusting God during this time. You know, it's one thing to say that we trust God during this time, but then when it seems like the world around us uh, is so different than how we imagined it even a month ago, it's it's a lot easier said than done. But when life starts to happen, like the coronavirus, what happens is we come to the false conclusion that we need to make everything happen, that we have to be in control. And then we just start start the dysfunctional action of trying to control everyone and everything that's in our life. And as we all know, that's not possible. We can't do that. So where it leaves us is in the depths of fear, of anxiety, of uncertainty, of unrest. Um, And it's all because it traces back to this blind spot of trusting God. You know, I think the other blind spot is one of security. That's really tough for a lot of us right now. You know, we talk about the blind spot of security and um, everything seems to be falling apart around us. We have the dysfunctional action of becoming incredibly dramatic. We're like, oh my goodness, the world is going to end and I don't know what I'm going to do. So what do we do? We all run out and we all buy toilet paper because somehow that's going to help the dysfunctional action of my insecurity. But here's the thing with blind spots is, all of our blind spots get to the point to where if we let them control us, and as we, uh, going back to the car, as we swerve all over the road of life, what happens is, is when you swerve, people move away from you. And then you swerve back the other way and people move away from you. And we find ourselves running down this road of life with nobody around us. And for this series, we're gonna be uh, basing this off the scripture Uh, and off the story of Jesus that is found throughout the Gospels. But we're going to be specifically today looking at Luke chapter 6, verses 41 and 42. Uh, If you have your Bibles there with you, um, and turn with me today. If you don't, it will be on the screen so you can read along. Luke 6, 41 and 42 says this. These are the words of Jesus. And why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? How can you think of saying, friend, let me help you get rid of the speck that's in your eye 
when you can't see past the log that's in your own eye. Hypocrite, first get rid of the log in your own eye, then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. You know, this is a scripture about how we can see in someone else so much more than we can see in ourselves. And I want you to kind of picture it this way. Um, It's kind of like you're trying to help someone else, but what you've got going on is you've got this log in your own eye. But I want you to picture this. As you know, as you're walking through life, as you're swinging this around, as, as you're trying to come to the point of helping those in your life, what happens when this gets to this point, right? I can't actually get to anyone else. And then we're surprised when because of the blind spots in our life, because of the logs that are in our own eyes, that we can't get to the point of helping anybody else. And it leaves us frustrated and it leaves us aggravated, pushing everyone else away from us in this effort to help them when really we need to first deal with what's in our life before we're ever in a place to be able to speak into someone else's life. So what I wanna do today is I wanna kind of lay the foundation for this series and I wanna give us a few ways that we can begin to deal with the blind spots in our life. And the first one is this, Uh, sounds rather simple, but we have to realize that we have blind spots because here's the deal when it comes to blind spots. Um, We don't know that we have them and, and we can't see them easily. So we have to come to the realization, no matter how good you think you are, you have blind spots in your life that you're not aware of. Every single one of us without exception. But I wanna kind of read this verse to you out of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3 and 4. You know, when we talk about blind spots, I think there's a very important foundational element here um, in a relationship with Jesus that we can't miss. I wanna read this verse to you. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 3 says, If the good news we preach is hidden behind a veil, it is hidden only for people who are perishing. Satan, who is the God of the world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ who is, exalt, who is the exact likeness of God. So here's the thing, Satan comes to blind the eyes of unbelievers. So if you've never accepted Jesus Christ into your life, you don't have blind spots, but you're blind. But if you've accepted Jesus into your life, you can see but you have these blind spots in your life. That's why we say we wanna lead you to become a fully devoted follower of Christ. This is something that happens over a lifetime in our walk with Christ. And you know, if you've never taken the time or made the decision to accept Jesus Christ in your life, man, you're gonna have the opportunity to do that at the end of this service. And it would be the biggest and best decision that you could make of your entire life. But for those of us that have accepted Jesus Christ into our life, I think the words of Proverbs 12, 15 ring really true. It says this, fools think their own way is right, but the wise, they listen to others. You know, the fools think their own way is right, but the wise listen to others, right? We all think we know, but it says the wise, they, they listen. Um, when I was in high school uh, and I had just started driving, talking about cars and blind spots, Um, I was blind to the fact that I did not understand everything there was to know about driving. Uh, I love talking to a teenager that just gets their license and thinks they know how to drive really, really well, and the rest of us all laugh at them. But 
On this moment, it was a Sunday evening. We'd been at church and me and my friends went out to eat most Sunday evenings together. And we were actually headed, a group of us, to Chili's. I had some friends that were already there. And me and a couple friends of my brother were on the way after church. And we're driving and we were talking. It was dark outside. And all of a sudden, Chili's, the turn to Chili's was like right there. And so me, thinking I knew how to drive, I just proceeded to hit my brakes to slow down to what I thought was the appropriate speed and turn my wheel to turn into my parking lot. But I was blind to the fact that I did not know what I was doing and I did not slow down enough. My car proceeded to slide across the entrance to Chili's, hop the curb and slam into a fire hydrant, coming to a stop and sending the fire hydrant sliding across the parking lot to hit the other curb because I didn't realize I was blind to what it took to slow down to make that turn. And unfortunately, it wasn't like the movies. Water didn't come flying out. There wasn't this amazing scene. All that was left was a fire hydrant laying across the parking lot. But when you think about this idea of realizing that we have blind spots, right, we need to come to that realization. And one of the ways that we do this is through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, he wants to reveal areas in your life that you need to work on. And that leads us to our second area. And that is we need to invite the Holy Spirit to expose your blind spots. We have to invite him into our life to expose our blind spots. John 16, 18 says this, talking about the Holy Spirit. These are the words of Jesus. And when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. One of the things for the Holy Spirit is that he actually helps us see how righteous God is. And he convicts us of the sin in our life, the areas in our life that we need to work on. Those are our blind spots. And and I want you to think about the Holy Spirit like this. If you have a backup camera on your vehicle, you'll know what I'm talking about here because uh, I've got a backup camera on my vehicle and I can back into a parking lot or into a parking spot really quickly and back up to like within an inch of something and never hit it. And I know exactly where I'm at. That's like life with the Holy Spirit. I can see my blind spots that are around me that I normally could not see. Life without the Holy Spirit would be like then, after you're used to that, getting in a car without a backup camera or a truck and trying to back into a spot. And what do you do? You ask the person in the car, hey, can you get back? Tell me how far to back up or you're sitting there and you got to get out and you got to check to make sure you didn't hit the person behind you and you're three feet away and you got to back up more. That is like the difference of the Holy Spirit in our life showing us our blind spots versus not. And what I love about the Holy Spirit is we have to invite him in to show us that in our life. And the last area that I want to land on today, and I think this is probably the hardest, is that we have to get to the point of asking people what your blind spots are in your life, right? You have to do that. I have to do that. If I can't ask people, say, hey, tell me, right? They can see. We already talked about this. But what, what can I not see in my life? But here's the key. You got to ask healthy and godly people that because we've all been in this scenario where we don't ask someone that's healthy and godly, maybe at work or at school and what do they do? They tear you down and they backstab you. Um, but James 1, 19 through 20 says this, and, and these are really encouraging words. It says, understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, you must all be quick to listen, 
slow to speak and slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness of God. And why does James say this? I think it's because when someone begins to speak into your life, our reaction is to get defensive. Our reaction is to go, no, don't talk into my life like that. Why are you, why are you accusing me of that? You go through this yourself. But James goes, no, no, no. What do you do? You talk to someone and then you be slow to speak. You got to be quick to listen, but you got to be slow to speak. And you don't let that anger come up because that's our natural reaction when someone begins to speak into our life. And when someone tells you and you try to get offended, you have to come to the point of going, no, I'm going to stop and I'm going to sit here. But the really awesome thing is that when we begin to do this in our life, this happens in what Ephesians 4, 14 and 15 begins to say. It says, then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. But instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of body, the church. You know, and so when we can speak the truth in love to someone and they can do it to us, what happens is we become more and more like Christ every single day. So right there where you are, um, I want you to ask yourself two self-assessment questions. The first one is, when was the last time that you asked someone to tell you a blind spot in your life? When was the last time, if ever? When was the last time that you asked someone to help you be better in an area of your life? I think for a lot of us, it's been a long time. Maybe we're quick to do that in sports or at a gym. But I think other than that, when it gets to things that are really personal, this is a really hard thing for so many of us. And today, what I want to do is I want to leave you with a challenge. I want to challenge you to ask this week one godly, healthy person to tell you about one blind spot in your life. Don't go ask for five because you probably can't handle that. None of us can. But I want to challenge you to ask for one blind spot that you can work on in your life. And then right here as we pray at the end of this service, um, I want to challenge you to ask the Holy Spirit, to reveal a blind spot to you that God wants to work on in your life. You can do that through a prayer. And, you know, earlier I mentioned uh, about the blind spot of trusting God um, in our life during this time. And what what I want you to do is I want you right there where you're at, I want you to just raise your hands. You know, if you're driving and you can only raise one hand, do that. If you're sitting there with your family, raise your hands. Maybe you need to close your eyes in this moment to be able to focus. And we're gonna go and we're gonna sing a song right here after I pray that is all about the light and the power of Jesus in the midst of the darkness. And I think so many of us in the time where we find ourselves right now, man, we feel the darkness. We're living in the darkness with everything that's going on, but we serve a savior that is a light in the midst of the darkness. So raise your hands and bow your heads as we pray today. God, I just lift up every single person that's watching this service. God, I ask that you would help them, God, to to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal an area 
that is a blind spot in their life. God, that as they do, that you would show them that. God, I pray that you would give them the strength and the courage, God, to be able to go to a healthy, godly person and to ask what their blind spot is and, and how, they can, how they can work on that. And God, when it comes to trusting you during this time, God, and I think this is a huge blind spot that every one of us have room to grow in during this time. God, I pray for peace. God, I pray for comfort, God, that as we worship and as we raise our hands and surrender, God, that you would overwhelm us with your confidence, with your peace, with your direction and the assurance that even though it seems like things may be out of control, none of this comes as a surprise to you. God, let us find a hope and a confidence in that. That's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Creekwood Church Podcast. If you have been encouraged by the ministry of Creekwood Church and would like to partner with us financially, you can give securely online at creekwoodchurch.com or on our Creekwood Church app. For directions, service times, and more information about the ministries of Creekwood Church, please visit our website at creekwoodchurch.com.